Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, places, please. The Daily Make Show is on deck. Guitars plugged in. Drums ready to go. Chickens. Other animals. And... This is the Daily Mix Show on The Rock with Taryn Daly and Steve Miggs. While listening to the Daily Mix Show, please refrain from any unnecessary finger gesturing. 99.9 KISW. Happy Freaky Friday, Rockaholics. Happy Friday to Steve Miggs, Sarah, and Danny. If How it's Freaky feeling? Friday and we're switching things up, then I guess I'm celebrating my birthday. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Kidding. It is my birthday. Happy birthday, Taryn. Thanks, gang. Big day. Big day. 39 years young. All downhill from here. That's what I've been told. (laughs) Well, good morning, Rockaholics. We are here to help wake you up. Here is what you may have missed. Knowledge is power. So give us five-ish minutes and we'll give you uh, some interesting stuff you can talk about at work. This is the Daily Migs Download. A.K.A. the DMD. Here's your daily dose of doings happening in the world. And the DMD is brought to you by Palace Law today. Enjoy yourself some popcorn. It's National Popcorn Day. Which All right. pretty much is every night at my house. I love popcorn. It's the ultimate snack. It is. Also, it's New Friends Day, so make a friend today. It's Friday. Go to a bar. Flash a smile. Oh, okay. A smile. You make a <laughs> lot of friends if you flash something else. And like we said, it's Taryn Daly's birthday. And I got to give a shout out to Sarah, who brought in probably the greatest birthday <laughs> gift of all time. <laughs> boxed wine. Yes, I do love a boxed wine. Fancy boxed wine. It's it the is. Bla- it's, it's the black box. It's a step up from Sarah's boxed wine. It's not Franzia. No, it is not. This is when you're trying to get fancy. You know, yes. You're in your late 30s now. I'm classy. Yeah. So you spell you got- it with a K and an I. Classy. Okay. Let's talk about the, the Seattle Kraken. Not so classy. Man, they were up 2-0. I was feeling good. The team was playing well. You're playing a red-hot Edmonton Oilers. I mean, this is the team to beat. So I'm thinking, okay, this will be a monumental moment for the team if they can beat them. This will be a, continue that good good mojo that's been happening over the last several games. Uh, I mean, not, not... Okay, I'm going around. They lost a couple games, obviously. <laughs> but before that, they were playing really well. But sadly, the Edmonton Oilers rallied and ended up beating the Kraken 4-2. Uh, you just can't have bad penalties when you're playing a team like the Edmonton Oilers. They just have way too much firepower. How about the Oilers have now, they now have a franchise record 12-game winning streak, which is saying a lot because this team back in the 80s was a dominant force. So I was kind of shocked when I saw that that's a record for them. They've gone 20-3 in their last 23 games. 
they're pretty unstoppable right now. So sadly, the Kraken were unable to stop them. But hopefully on Sunday night, they could beat the Toronto Maple Leafs back at home at Climate Pledge Arena. This weekend, the NFL Divisional Playoff Games will be going down. Tomorrow, it'll be the Houston Texans in Baltimore versus the Ravens, followed up with the Green Bay Packers versus the San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara. Then come Sunday, we will have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Detroit Lions, followed by the Kansas City Chiefs playing the Bills in Buffalo. Ooh, the Bills in I, Buffalo. Are we just Bills people now? I, dude, I just love it. I love their fans. Yes. I don't really care about the team. I mean, I don't dislike them, but I just love how insane those fans are. I don't know if you heard the latest thing that they're doing because they, you know, they like to party. They set tables on fire. They power bomb themselves into those tables, and apparently now they're throwing themselves into pits. <laughs> and it made me think of that Parks and Rec episode. You remember who was the dude who was singing the song about the pit? I don't. Do you remember that one? Uh, kind of, yeah. Because, yeah, kind of. Yeah, if you go back, you'll remember who was the dude. Chris is it Chris? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt yeah, yeah. singing a song about being in a pit. Yeah, when you lose in the pit for a while. <laughs> yes. Well, apparently that's what Bills fans are doing. They started this tradition back several games ago when during the regular season because they're currently on a six-game winning streak if you include the regular season. And they're getting a new stadium. And apparently there's a giant pit where that new stadium is going. And fans have been throwing themselves into that pit to, quote-unquote, sacrifice themselves for the good of the team. This is chaotic. Apparently some of them have, have had to go to the hospital. <laughs> hospital employees aren't trying to report it because they don't want to encourage more fans to do this. But I'm like, it just continues the lore of the stupidity and awesomeness of the Buffalo Bills fans. All right, go Bills. A recent study found that Washington State has the fourth most expensive grocery bill in the United States with an average weekly cost of $287.67. I don't do the grocery shopping in my household, so I never see the <laughs> receipts. I don't either, but I my wife is the first to bring up how expensive it is. Oh. And to be honest with you, I don't like seeing this kind of study because that's a lot of money, but I, I almost was about to have like a come to Jesus with my wife because I'm like, why are we spending so much money on the groceries? Like, how come, how come we can't keep it under 200 bucks? I know we have, you know, obviously with an extra now kid in our life, the price goes up because you're buying more stuff. But I'm like, how is it that every week we're dropping this kind of money? Now I get it. Everybody is. Well, the good thing is California is more expensive. How much? By $10, basically. They're $297.72 per week with a national weekly average at $270.21. I don't think that's kind of dumb that we're nearly 1200 bucks a month on just groceries. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of that is just boxed wine at my house. Okay. So thank you, Sarah. For me, it's all that Set, damn... Offsetting or, the cost. It's that damn organic food my wife keeps wanting to buy. I'm like, you can save a dollar. What the hell's wrong? No, anyways, a 28-year-old guy in Florida, he's in a little bit of trouble because I don't understand why he thought that this was the way to go. He found a lost cell phone in a Walmart bathroom. Most people would say, I should probably bring that back to the lost and found or mm -hmm. to customer service or just leave it there. Eventually, someone's going to come back and get their cell phone. He decided to use that cell phone to call in a bomb threat. <laughs> The, the natural next step. Cops tracked him down, and, and they're like, well, why'd you do that? He says he got the idea from TikTok. Thank you, Internet. Have you ever left your cell phone in a bathroom? No, but I've found other people's cell phones in bathrooms before. I have, and it sucked because I left it on, like, the toilet paper roll dispenser thing, and then I left, and then I went back, 
and I realized, oh crap, it's in there, and the stall is closed. Oh no! <laughs> so I got out like awkwardly wait, and eventually the person left, obviously, and then I went in there, and it was still there. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Thanks, weather. <laughs> We're gonna hit a high of 44 degrees. We got some rain. Thanks to Kia Puyall for giving us the Daily Migs download, and that's what's up. The, the Tonight Show just posted that footage of Green Day performing inside of that New York subway station, and we want to know a little bit more about what it was actually like to be there, so we're going to chat with someone who was there. Hannah's going to join us at 617. The Daily Mix Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Rockaholics, the number to call is 206-803-ROCK. And this morning we are asking, what was the greatest or most memorable concert experience of your life? The reason we're bringing this up is because The Tonight Show just released that footage of Green Day throwing down in a New York subway. And it I was awesome. I saw the YouTube, uh, you know, because we've seen a lot of the cell phone footage, but now we saw the actual pro shot, and it's awesome. It's super awesome. So the band came out with Jimmy Fallon first in disguises. They had wigs and glasses and mustaches and all sorts of stuff, and they performed Feel Like Making Love by Bad Company, but then they stripped away the disguises and revealed their true selves and went into Basket Case from Green Day. So you can check it out on The Tonight Show's YouTube page, but here is that magical moment. Sounds good. Let me explain what's going on here, everybody. Uh, My name is Jim Fallon, and uh, this is Green Day. Do you have the time? Man, with the crowd and everything, I got kind of fired up listening to that. And everybody knows every word to that song. It's an anthem. And Hannah Feldman was there. Hannah, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We are so excited for you and what you and a select few people got to experience this week. Can you tell us where exactly were you when this went down? Were you right within earshot? Well, I hate to take away a little bit of the magic, but um, the news did like slightly leak online about two hours before. I was wondering that because to be like, honest with you, like I grew up in New York and I, went, I spent a lot of time on subways and, and going through and there's always like buskers and people performing. And if I saw a bunch of long hairs playing, bad companies feel like making love. I'd be like, ah, good for you guys. But I'd probably keep going because I have things to do. But if I knew it was Green Day underneath that, I absolutely would have stuck around. Exactly, exactly. So I was very lucky. I had a friend in the know. Uh, he told uh, me and a few other friends. We weren't sure it was real, but I figured wasn't doing anything better that night. So why not? Let's just let's do it. If it's Green Day, that's great. If I just get to hang out with my friends, that's great too. Obviously, Green Day is a little better. Don't tell my friends. <laughs> so, are you yourself a big Green Day fan? Oh, of course. <laughs> 
And I love your tweet. You put up a tweet that just said this was the best uh, $2.90 Green Day concert I've ever been to. <laughs> oh, yeah. The subway price went up. So. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it if you get a good concert out of the deal. It's funny, uh, Hannah, because I saw a lot of the footage. And I think my favorite part was just seeing, like, the pure joy on so many fans that are experiencing something just so unique and awesome. And I was thinking about them. Like, growing up in New York and spending a lot of time on the subways, the term joy and subways would never come together because it's usually a miserable experience being stuck in those subways and dealing with just like the scent and the, the vibe and the energy. Everyone's in a bad mood. But man, the footage of everybody having the time of their life watching Green Day in the subway was awesome. Totally. Um, and I think if I was like a random commuter trying to get through that huge crowd of people just to get to my train, I probably would have been annoyed too. Um if I didn't know that they were green tech. <laughs> how, how many people do you think, would you estimate, were gathered around for that? Oh, maybe, you know, 100 people. It wasn't that many. It's a nice, intimate concert. Yeah, that was it pretty was. amazing. I did see somebody somebody on like Instagram posted, you know, I'm a huge Green Day fan and I I I, I noticed what was going on just as they finished the song, oh. their last song and I'm oh, like no. that that's worse than I think missing it in to- uh, and missing the entire show. Oh, it definitely is. Oh, what a bummer for that person. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. And it, did it sound as good as uh cuz I, I just saw the Tonight Show footage and and you know, obviously cell phone footage really doesn't it's hard to tell if it's good quality or not, but they made it sound great on the Tonight Show's YouTube page. How did it sound in the subway? Oh, it sounded really good. I think the acoustics are great. Um, more big artists should try to do these surprise shows, um, but maybe don't leak the news beforehand. Is nothing <laughs> sacred? Were definitely. <laughs> the producers were t- like taken um, in shock. Like they were like, "We did not expect you all to be here," and they kind of had to um, like direct us because they, yeah, they just didn't anticipate like a real like crowd of fans being there. And did the did the band stick around for any period of time afterwards to? say hi to the fans or sign autographs or anything like that take selfies i guess is the the cool thing that kids are doing these days unfortunately no um i think there were just too many people there um and the the cops and security uh pretty quickly uh wished the band away one texture had a great question though did everybody put money in the hat for the buskers (laughs) (laughs) there was a person next to me who tried to give a dollar to them um but I thought it was a bit. I thought it was very funny. Unfortunately, he didn't get to give the dollar away. <laughs> so have you ever encountered any other celebrities or, or you know, bands of note in the subway? No, never. This is the first and hopefully not the last. Hannah, I saw in your, uh, on your, uh, the, the video you posted, there's like 17 million people viewed it. There's a billion comments on that. And I love that you try to turn it around and you're just like, hey, while everyone's looking at my stuff, I, I work in, I, I want to work in the music world and, and uh, I have a lot of experience. I'm like, yeah, good on you for trying to parlay this into a gig. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't gone viral before, but a friend told me, yeah, I've, I've been, I've been working in the music industry for seven years and I, um, I've been gigging around, but it's time for a full-time job now. I'm a big girl, so. So what exactly do you do in the music industry? Uh, I mainly work live events. Uh, I sell merch. Nice. So I've sold merch for um, huge artists. I've sold merch for Drake. Um, I've sold merch for, for Louis Tomlinson. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good time. I really enjoy it. Who was your favorite artist to work with? Um, usually I don't get to work directly with the artist. Yeah, it's it's more sense. of their team. 
Um, but anytime that I work with like a smaller artist, um, usually a club show, um, I get to like meet the artists that I'm actually working for. And they're usually so grateful. Um, I work, um, at like Webster hall and terminal five. So those are, well, those are New York venues. So maybe you're not familiar with them, but, um, those are like the smaller clubs uh, and where you can have like a more one-on-one experience because it's smaller bands rather than like Barclays Center when right. I worked mm-hmm. for Drake there. You know, I wasn't meeting Drake. <laughs> I mean, didn't call you up with like, hey, Hannah, I got some t-shirt ideas. I was like, I don't know, just <laughs> oh yeah. my God, imagine that. <laughs> I think Webster Hall is kind of like our show box around here. I think I saw the Hold Steady play there one time when I went home and it was it was a pretty amazing show. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hannah, thank you so much for taking some time out and sharing your experience and I love that you were able to give us a scoop behind the fact that everyone did know that Green Day was going to be there. <laughs> I hate to ruin the magic for people, but it's the truth. It's like Disney. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, thanks, Hannah. Rock on. Thank you. Take care. Rockaholics, 206-803-ROCK. What was the greatest or most memorable concert you have ever been to? Can you compete with Hannah's story with the Green Day Subway experience? We're going to take your calls after Green Day. The Daily Mix Show. 99.9 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle, 206-803-ROCK. What was the greatest or most memorable concert you have ever been to? And we bring this up because we just talked to Hannah, who's in New York. She was there in the subway for when Green Day performed, and we were talking during the Green Day song, Danny and I, and we're just like, yeah, we knew that this was completely like something that people knew that was about to happen. Like It wasn't just a random, I'm walking through the subway and Green Day just shows up. I was... I was watching the video this morning of the Jimmy Fallon one. It's on our it's on our uh, socials at at Daily Migs. But I was like thinking to myself, I was like, "There's way too many My Chemical Romance T-shirts in the crowd, and too many people know their new song that they just released. They knew all the words. Yeah, the new album's out today. Yeah, I was like, they have to. There had to have been something on their socials that kind of gave like hint to it. And sure enough, yeah. But she let us know that. Yeah, she she found out about it hours before the the, the Hannah, <laughs> Hannah crushed my dreams. <laughs> I'm glad she didn't call before Christmas. Paul in Olympia. What was your most memorable concert experience? Paul. Congratulations on the new show. You guys are doing great. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Um, uh, Back in the mid-90s, when I was in high school still, uh, got leaked out on the radio that Metallica would be playing a show somewhere in San Jose on the back of a truck. Okay, this is awesome. And uh, so they kind of let leak that out, and then throughout the day, they leaked out little snippets as to where it was going to be. And uh, so we all ended up skipping school by the end of the day and uh, went down to Tower Records in San Jose, and Metallica was sitting there on the back of a semi-truck, one of those curtain trucks, opened it up, and, and here's Metallica. It was for the, the Load album, I want to say, was when they were doing that one. Dude, how many people do you think were there when you were watching this performance? Uh, I think it was somewhere about 100,000. 100,000 people showed up to this? Metallica got some very big fines out of that. (laughs) Uh, San Jose was not happy. I can only imagine. I can afford it. I was thinking, like, oh, there's a couple thousand of us, and I'll be like, that's insane that you got to see them in such a cool experience. I mean, still insane, but 100,000 people, wow. Yeah, it's it's on YouTube. You can check out Metallica um, YouTube, or uh, Metallica Tower Records, and it's in the 90s, and you see people play, uh, recording with their big VHS cameras. And stuff. Yes. It's kind of oh. weird to go look back now. I guess I'm getting old. So as Steve is pulling up the video right now, I'm just curious, how big was this truck? Because I think about what Metallica, you know, rolls out on stage now in like stadium fashion. How how condensed was this truck space? 
it, I mean, it was just standard semi, you know, the ones that have the curtain on the side instead of a solid side. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was just one of those, and they opened up the curtain on the side, and, and there's, you know, here's Metallica. Dude, that is so cool. That what, is the what, coolest. What an awesome concert to be at. Yeah, thanks, Paul. <laughs> yeah, no problem. We've got Hoggy in Tacoma. Hoggy. It's Pogi, but no Pogi. Sarah spelled it wrong. <laughs> yeah, no. I, now I'm hungry for um, a sandwich. <laughs> so twice after solo shows at the Paramount, I met one of my idols. May many consider to have the greatest voice of all time. The late, great Mr. Chris Cornell. Oh, no way. Dude, that's awesome. I got his autograph both times. I never got a picture with him, which I wish I had. The last time Soundgarden played at the Gorge, I got some phenomenal pictures. The mushrooms were really working that day. <laughs> um, and then a more recent show, I was leaving the Mud Honey show at the Crocodile, and I looked over, and there's Kim Thale, so I got a selfie with him. That's awesome. Nice. I like that the selfie is the new autograph. I'd much rather get a picture with somebody than an autograph. Absolutely. I'll remember that more than I'll lose the autograph. Yeah, I put the, the uh, Kim Thale selfie in a magnet and put it on my fridge. Dude, Hell it's yeah. funny, though, you bring up the, the Crocodile. For me, I think that's the most memorable show. And it was a band that I'm not even that huge of a band, uh, a fan of, and that's uh, R.E.M. And for the longest time, they were just, uh, they, they were, uh, they were promoting the fact that there was going to be a secret show over at the Crocodile. By they, I mean a couple of my security buddies. Like, hey, this band's going to be playing. I can't tell you who, but you probably want to come out and check it out. And I'm like trying to figure out well, who would it be. And I saw that there was like a charity show at, at was now the Climate Pledge, but it was Key Arena at the time. And it was REM, uh, Alanis Morissette, I think, and Coldplay, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong. I think that was, it was a Gwyneth Paltrow thing. And I'm like, you know, any of those three... If I see any of them at the at the Crocodile, I'm not a huge fan of Alanis Morissette or REM, but I'll go see them at like a place that holds 300 people. And sure as that, I get there, and it's REM that played, and they played for over an hour and a half. Eddie Vedder was there. What? Eddie jumped up on stage and sang with them. They did It's the End of the World, as we know, and I feel fine. Uh, they covered Pearl Jam's Better Man. Eddie's bringing them drinks. Like He's their cocktail waiter. He's got, like, the tray holding it up like a waiter or waitress, bringing drinks. They're all getting wasted on stage, Eddie included. It was just, it felt like you were seeing R.E.M. in college at, like, a college bar, and everybody was having a great time. Like, they're just up and coming. It was was jaw-dropping. It was amazing. Carrie in Kirkland, what's your most memorable concert moment? So, it's kind of a long story short, but when I was in the Navy about 2005, I got transferred from Kings Bay, Georgia, back up here to being stationed up at Banger. And I had, to, I had to drive across the country. Me and a buddy of mine both had to go different directions. When we, we got into the base, about three hours different from each other, we get here, we had a few days before we had to check in, and my buddy looked at me and was like, hey, there's a concert down in Portland at the Roseland Theater. You want to go? Like, yeah. So we jumped in, a buddy of mine let us borrow his Camaro, his 2001 Camaro, and we drove down to the Roseland Theater, and we saw Unearth, Drowning Pool, Hate Breed, and Damage Plan about months before Dimebag died. Wow. I never saw Damage Plan, and I used to love love their record, too. Dude, it was at the Roseland Theater with those two big pillars into it, got smashed, like... It was awesome. And Hatebreed, I've, I've never seen them live, but I love their music. That's one of those bands where 
I'm angry, but I feel good about myself whenever I listen to their music. Because it's like so uplifting. It's very positive. Yeah. It was like right as the Jägermeister tour was finishing up and uh, Drowning Pool or uh, Damage Plan picked up in Hatebreed. They just started going touring together. Yeah. And they would alternate who was uh, headlining. Well, in this one, they allowed uh, Damage Plan to headline because the lead singer was from Portland. Well, during Hatebreed's set, Dimebag comes out with a big old tray of Jaeger for everybody, <laughs> picks up the guitar and goes on a 25-minute solo. And even, like, the whole band, Hatebreed band came out with a huge towel and just started, like, fanning him off as he was just spreading for the entire crowd. Oh, man, what an experience. That is and, yeah, awesome. Pat Lackman, that guy's got some pipes. Yeah, it was awesome. Thanks, Carrie. Tom in Auburn, what was your crazy concert moment? Hey, good morning. Um, Loving the new show, guys. Keep it up. Thank, thank you, Tom. Thank you. But um, this was back in 2010, 2011. I was actually going to broadcast school in, in uh, Denver. And um, the school, we had a, an internet radio station that really folk featured unsigned artists. You know, we wanted to help them get, get out there a little bit more. And there was a local band there uh, called Bob Schism that was just picking up steam. Um, they played funk. And I got to go to see a show of theirs at Herman Tideaway, which is a great venue um, in Denver. And they put on a, a memorable show. I, I still love thinking about that. But I got to speak with the band afterwards. Uh, they signed the album that I bought. It was like a little vinyl record that they had, they had uh, only a few amount pr- uh, pressed. Um, and, yeah, it was just a great time. I became a, a fan. I went to, I think, one more show of theirs before they stopped playing music. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's pretty awesome when you get those kind of intimate experiences with a band. You know what I mean? When it yeah. when they just kind of take it to the next level and make it very special and very personal for you. And then also being able to see them when they call it quits or something happens. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I got to see them at least. And, and, and shout out to my buddy Craig. He just texted me and corrected me. That concert I was thinking about that R.E.M. was playing the bigger concert was R.E.M., Alanis Morissette, and Pearl Jam. Wow. And I remember thinking, there's no way it's going to be Pearl Jam that's going to do this small show. But it's kind of cool that that... That was a part of it, yeah. Ed Vedder just hanging out. And he just doing, drinks. He's just doing Seattle things, man, drinking with the boys. God love him. Well, how would you like to beat Steve? He is currently 15 and 7 in 2024. 206-803-ROCK. We play Beat Migs at 647. The Daily Migs Show. The Daily Migs Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 